Hello, everybody. Welcome back to For Your Run. It's me, Sean. I'm joined <laughs> by Blair and all Hello. the time. Blair, Hello. consistently, you find it funny that I say that you're here. What's well, up I with that? I think it's funny that, that you're like, it's me, Sean. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, they know our names, I hope. Maybe you can come up with a cool nickname. Have you ever had a nickname? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Was it a bad one? <laughs> mm, no. Um, it was actually so popular when I was in high school that oh, no. my mom, my mom was a dental hygienist, and people, even up until she retired, some people would still show up to the dentist, and they would no. say, "Are you insert nickname here's mom?" Uh huh. Yes. Um, so are you going to share with us what your nickname yeah, was? Because yeah. when I was young, you know how people have like longer names and they shorten them to like cute things and like, yes. this is one of many of my hangups with my name. <laughs> so like I went on school trips, I could never find a cool tchotchke with my name on it because either Blair wasn't an option or Blair with an E wasn't an option. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy the one without the E and also can't be shortened into anything like cool or cute well, or and every time I type your name on yeah. a page that's on the internet, it thinks I, I spelled it wrong. It's no, it tells me that it's wrong. Well, your see? name is wrong. <laughs> I'm also Blaine. It auto corrects to Blaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like you clearly meant to put an N instead of an R. <laughs> so mm -hmm. let's help you with that. <laughs> yeah. So I had uh, two different nicknames when I was in high school, and I had uh -huh. one when I were I was in elementary school. When I was in elementary school, I was Roadrunner because all I was was legs. <laughs> So I was Roadrunner. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then in high school, to my friends, I was Ogre. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gosh. So mm -hmm. you mean that they would go into your mom's office and say, Are you, Are you Ogre's, Ogre's, mom? Ogre's mom? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even, <laughs> yeah, like. One of the last couple months that my mom was still working, a friend oh came gosh. in and was like, hey, Ogre's mom. Doesn't know her name, just Ogre's mom. Um, and then to the basketball team and football team uh, group, I was called 6'9 because I oh, jumped. No. I could jump as if I was actually 6'9. I was 6'2, 6'3, 6'4 in high okay. school. Okay. But uh, in freshman year, I jumped really high against like one of the star basketball players in volleyball Fantastic. and uh, I accidentally broke his nose with the volleyball oh, mm -hmm. no. I love these stories this yeah. is great so uh, the other star basketball player said I'm going to start calling you 6'9 because you jump taller than you are um, I used to be able to hit my head off the rim I used to get hurt trying to oh dunk all the gosh. time mm -hmm. So those are my two names, but most, yeah, most commonly I was ogre to a lot of people. Uh, and that still brings my mom lots of joy. She often oh, will tell, she'll still, <laughs> she still, she still tells people about, um, I'm just ogre's mom. So I hope she says um, it like that too. She does. I, she because does. <laughs> whenever James and my children imitate how I talk, I sound like the wicked witch in the West. <laughs> so I now envision that your mom, when I meet her well, is going to talk like this. <laughs> okay. Here's the here's the hilarity of all of this. Uh -huh. She actually won't. Um, 
she says it that way because she is imitating my friends. So oh, I, am, so they- I, I am imitating my mom, <laughs> imitating my friends. <laughs> and you're welcome, everyone, for yet one more fantastic, one more twist wonderful piece of snippet of information. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that fun little piece of info. I still do have friends, Blair, to this day. Um, that still go by their nicknames, like in their professional life. No way. Um, yeah, I have friends that like are managers of stores, and people call them the nickname that we gave them whenever they were like fifteen. So that's great. Yep, they just kind of stick great. and don't go away. But well, um, I guess I shouldn't be as envious then. <laughs> no, people no. can just call me by my name. Yes, yes. <laughs> or Blake, or Brooke, or Blaine. Right. I'll still answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, Speaking of somebody who has a, you know, relatively known handle on the IG today, and this is where another piece of hilarity comes in, Blair, because everyone has seen the name on the episode, but guess what? I'm still going to say today we're talking to Corey Mm -hmm. and you might know him on IG as CJ the runner. That's right. But you already knew this, people who are listening. You saw the title. You knew it. But guess what? You were (laughs) still sitting on pins and needles waiting. (laughs) Is it actually Corey? Have they totally duped us? Is it someone totally different? No, it is not. It is Corey. And Corey had quite the summer of generally hot Floridian summer. Nothing new there. But he did some 5K summer things. He... um, did a pretty crazy fast mile and he's getting ready to train for his fall marathon in indianapolis so right. you know just he's a lot going of nothing for sub going three on. this time yeah which is uh achievable for him 100 percent, 100 percent achievable yep you know training in florida running in the cold mm-hmm. achievable absolutely yes and he is an abundance of positivity all the time yep. and is uh, quite the motivational guy. And uh, we've been wanting to talk to him for a while and we finally got him. It was great. So achievement unlocked for you and I, Blair. <laughs> I like how we set these smart goals. <laughs> yep. Yep. Setting them up, knocking them down. Realistic. That's right. I don't know what S or T stands for. No. we'll get back to you guys maybe you do but i know that it's s-m-a-r-t but i just don't remember what s or t no you would think t stands for time so you would think (laughs) time something that i feel like i never have enough of i don't have enough Mm -hmm. for right right either of those yes 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 oh well everybody out there I hope you're having a great week. I hope everything in your running is going fantastically. I'm actually kind of ascending a little bit on my running, so that's I'll just leave it at that. You've all been on my journey, and it's not been a wonderful one, but things are starting to look up. So yep. I hope everyone out there is having a good time in their running and in their life. And I guess it's time, Blair. It's onward to Corey. I'm ready. We've this held them long enough. Yeah. That's right. All right, everybody, enjoy. All right. There he is. We're all better. Everything's good. Corey, my dude, I haven't spoken to you ever in real life, but. This is a first. It's a first. 
I am pumped to talk to you. I'm sure Blair and I have been, I mean, Blair told me that we needed to get you on this thing early days. And <laughs> life, I'm like, life, you need every Floridian on this show. <laughs> yeah. We're a special breed, Sean. I mean, we really are. Right. Really see, see yeah. I don't mean to like brag about Florida, <laughs> but <laughs> we are quite special. You are. I and agree. You can interpret special in whatever way you would like to. <laughs> it's That's exactly. That's true. I was catching up on your YouTube channel stuff over the weekend, and I saw your. Um, I think it was part three where you were talking about running on hills, hills and thrills. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was a good week. It was a good week. And I, I saw you had a, a good 400 feet. That, that's pretty serious. 400 feet of elevation is pretty serious. It's really um, hard to find here. <laughs> I, I applaud the effort of even finding hills, Corey. And I want to know what that week was even like. Like, I'm sure because... Your legs use plenty of, you know, different muscles in different ways when you actually have to run up a hill, which I, I know is not common for Floridians, but <laughs> yeah, most of the time it's pancake flat. Yeah. Or, or, or if it is a hill, it's a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's an overpass. Right. Yeah, it's an overpass or it's a bridge. So. That's right. Well, and I made the joke with a, a, a number of guests at this point that in Chicago, the marathon was flat, too. And there's like a 40 foot piece of elevation at twenty five point eight. And it's a bridge. There's a bridge <clears throat> and it hit. It didn't hit me because I am an anomaly in that day, but it was hitting people like a hurricane. Like <laughs> they were hitting that bridge and it was just this little I would say it was 150 yards of elevation and it was like saving private Ryan out there. People were dropping and I was like, you're so close. You What's going on? should have been like, are you on? from Florida? <laughs> are you okay? It, it's kind of like the Miami Marathon because there was a bridge, the uh, Brickle Bridge, to go across it twice. Yeah. And so uh, one of the runners I was running with coming up, uh, to it the second time. He was like, oh, this is the most hated bridge in Miami. The Brickle Bridge. <laughs> These bridges yeah. will get you. <laughs> yeah. What we Every don't have time. in hills, we make up foreign bridges. <laughs> we have to go over big bodies of water. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm really not going to give you guys any crap at all for lack of hills because I know <laughs> that you come with heat and humidity and all of that. So, I mean, I think it's comparable. I mean, a 75 degree day here with 80% humidity and a thousand feet of elevation. I feel like that's comparable to whatever, that's pretty third, rough. whatever third gate of hell you guys call humidity <laughs> and temperature down Dante's there. Dante's Inferno. That's really what it is. We're running in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> 90 plus every day. 90 mm -hmm. plus. Yeah. Every it feels day. like yeah. triple digits all the time. It never cools off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to ask you, so we are one day removed from your uh, summer of 5Ks here. And so I know that you didn't necessarily hit what exactly you wanted to hit, but I'm sure that, you know, Autumn and I were talking about it, and I'm sure that you had tons of growth in numerous ways that... uh I'm sure that you've had a little bit of time to reflect on how was the entire experience of kind of 
I mean, you did the mile goal and you did a 5K kind of goal here through the summer. So how did both of those things go and how do you feel coming out of them? Yeah, it was good. Um, honestly, it was just to, to keep me busy during this time. So going into the the summer block, um, because I got injured slightly with the planters and there was another issue going on with my ankle. So it wasn't just planters. It was something else going on where I couldn't like land necessarily all the time, like doing my regular runs. Yeah. Uh, so we just took it. Um, we took it easier this summer, easier <laughs> uh, with the mileage instead of building up my mileage, we kept it where it was for my half marathon journey. And then uh, we added in the 5k series because our local run club and uh run store, they do the 5k series every summer. So it's first time back since we had COVID last year. And so like, well, let's just sign up for all five of those races, all five, all three of those 5k races. And then also just to see where my mile is, uh, we'll just do a mile time trial and throw that in there as well. So it was fun. Uh, I can't believe we're out. We're, we're finished with that now. Yeah. I've had too many people be like, it's August. When did that happen? And I, and it's not only August, it's the middle of August now. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's madness. Yeah. Through all of this, I, have definitely been following along on everything you've been doing for a while now. And I was trying to remember, and I was trying, I I didn't want to do a super deep dive to try and dig all this back up. But my question to you is, was it that you started getting faster and then you wanted to like really go for it? Or were you just kind of like, trudging along and then decided to dedicate yourself to really finding some speed because your dedication is certainly admirable. And um, when I watched your video where you were setting up to run your mile, so you were at the line and I was like, dude's got to take off like a rocket ship. And you sure as hell did. So I went uh, off way too fast. (laughs) (laughs) We looked back at this place and I was like, uh, 106. Wow. Like that's way too fast. 400 split. Well, and I know, cause I think the last time, the last time I remember running anything close to a low one for a 400, I was in 10th grade. So (laughs) when you, when you showed your splits and I saw it was a 106, I was like, Holy crap. Um, but what was, were you starting to get that speed? And then you just kind of went all in on, you know, getting your, you know, I know that Jordan throws plenty of work at you. I see your, you know, body by Jordan and all that. Um, so, you know, that's, I'm sure gotta be helpful, but what all started to click for you to start turning these incredible splits over? Um, I, I would just say, I always knew I, was, I had some quickness. So yeah. just from high school playing football and playing sports, I didn't have quickness. Um, but as far as just the endurance running game, it was just being consistent with it. And you'll run the shorter intervals, right? And when you're seeing yourself uh, running those intervals and seeing the splits on those, oh, I'm hitting five days. It's, I mean, it's 30 seconds, but you you just still you still hit that pace and and now 
the more you do it, the more your body will adjust to it. And then once your body adjusts to it, now you can extend the speed because you have the speed, you hit the pace. So now you can just extend the speed. Um, and just so just to continue his work, uh, from following different training plans and the buildup of it, you go after it. Some you're going to crash and burn it when you go after it, but you learn like, okay, this is where I'm at or you learn, okay, I pushed it way too hard this time. And then your confidence builds and yeah, you get, you get a little faster at the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I also like a ton is you remain rock solid on positivity, even if the day might not stack up to it. Is that just who you've been? I mean, I, I tend to think yes, because your personality just seems to be, uh, you know, positive, happy, right mindset. That's what I've taken away from following along with you. But is there, I mean, I have to definitely do my, my fair share of work to keep up with staying positive. But is that, it's not, I know it's not easy all the time for everybody, but is that just natural Corey or does, does that come with a little bit of work? No, nah, it's natural to me. Uh, I, I definitely, I get that. I get that everywhere I go. Um, so that's just my natural character. I'm always going to pick out the positive. I mean, it's not always going to be positive. It's not always going to be um, a good day. Uh, and I try to, days when it's not good days, I try to highlight that in the post, but still bring out the good of that uh, bad experience to move forward with it. Because at the end of the day, you do have to acknowledge that. Um, it didn't, you know, it did not, not happen. So, uh, with those experiences turn into a positive and just move forward with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think our, you know, our friend Kaylee had that wonderful post recently about, you know, I, I actually likened what she said. I had a thought about a week ago, uh, I was watching something on television and they were talking about, I think it was Ted Lasso. They were talking about goldfish, right? You got to have like goldfish mentality. Like <laughs> you can't, you can't like right? goldfish have no memory of what's happened to them. You just are happy that you're a fish and you're just going on with it. But you know, she had that thing about, you got to kind of leave the negative past in the past and just find the good move forward and have short memory in that respect. So I, I'm definitely trying to it's true, to it. Yeah. It'll wear you down because you hold on to it. It's like it's like added weight. So you hold it on to the negativity and it'll just keep wearing you down. And as soon as you think you're moving forward and taking the next step, you still got the negativity on your shoulder or on your back. And that's not going to help you progress. It's going to make the growth much more difficult. Uh, it's going to be hard. So yeah. just try to, you know, everything you can control, control that aspect, try to find the good that's going to, you know, make it a little easier and just keep moving forward with that. Well, and I, I want to give you a little bit of a uh, shout out because I think it was about um, two weeks ago and Blair has been on my never ending journey of uh, like the last eight months. I've been just frustrated with numerous things in my running and you had posted just about, you know, letting it go and enjoying the run. And it was perfect timing because I woke up that morning. I was already in that headspace of like, here we go again. My, you know, are my legs going to respond? Is my head going to be in the right place? And I read your post about 30 minutes before I got out and 
It provided me with a super positive headspace and a lot more relaxed setting. And a lot of things have kind of been lining back up, but that was one of the first days in a long time that I was like, don't, you can't bring all that negative expectancy. And I, I tell people that all the time, but it's easier to, you know, speak than live practice it. So I'm always telling people, you can't live in the headspace and you got to find the good. And I had kind of forgotten a lot about that, you know, and uh, your post was kind of like, man, Corey's dead on here. I got to just like take a step back, think about what I'm running for, why I'm running, what running is. I I just had like uh, over manufactured my gait a little bit. I had just done a lot of stuff that you don't need. You can get to if you if you invest too hard in the headspace. But I want to I want to give you a big shout out because you often are the type of guy that can, you know, I think help a lot of other people out there find some good and remember why they're doing what they're doing. So you helped me out and I want to give you a uh, uh, big thanks for that. Man, that, that means a lot. See? So nobody's reading my post. <laughs> yeah, I, I use IG as a um, just as like the, the running journal, like the running log. Yeah, because. Um, it's just easy to, you know, continuously you can just put out the picture and your your data and then you can use the caption to to write about the rides. And it's really interesting to go back mm-hmm. yeah. to those uh different training cycles mm-hmm. and what that run was about or what um this period of, of your running um career was about. So it's pretty interesting to go back and see what was going through the headspace during that time. Uh Wish you knew exactly what post it was. I know um, for sure I started to feel the burnout a little bit during this summer cycle, uh, just the grind of it. But it, it happens. It, it, it does happen for as far as waking up and you feel like you're just logging the miles and it doesn't feel as fun um, when you first start a training plan or as fun when you first started running. Uh, but every run does have a purpose and that you are building your, your fitness. You know, if you have a big goal or, um, a goal that's far out into the future, every, everything is a deposit into the fitness bank for you. Yeah. Well, I think it's good that, that you are hitting this like burnout stage, like right at the end of your 5k training cycle and you're going into like your marathon. So then it like, it'll get you like that new fire. Cause you'll be training again for something else. Cause you have Indy coming up in the. In the fall, right? The, yes. The fall. We're going for sub three. Is that correct? <laughs> that that is that is correct. That that is correct. So the greatest thing about that, um, uh, with going for sub three, because it wasn't too long ago, probably like a year and a half ago. I didn't even think that was going to be possible. Like it was like a, I've seen other runners on Instagram and they're lighting it up. I'm like, man, how did they even run this pace for this long? Um, but it was just last summer I finally I was able to get to sub twenty in the five k, and then it was just after that point, you know, you build that confidence like oh I could I can run this case for this long oh let's see how long I can do it for and then you know you just continue building and riding the momentum so it's like okay this is actually something that could be doable so uh, just. Going forward with it, I got on board with the uh, one of the local coaches here, uh, John Mott, and working through his plan. I've seen the work he's done with other athletes in the community and helped them hit their big goals. So 
you know, I just got to trust the process and, and um, make it happen. Well, you had such a huge like change in time from like the first marathon to the, the 318. Like, so, I mean, there's, I definitely believe it can happen. <laughs> That's a huge well, that- change from like 429 <laughs> to 318. It's just a tiny PR. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was, I mean, the first marathon was Disney. And I, the goal was actually to go so poor in, in that marathon, but it, it, it definitely didn't happen. One, because it was this. Like you, you realize yeah. the first, the first couple of miles, like, oh, they got characters out. People are stopping. Yes. we're all dressed yep. up in costumes. It's like, yes. okay, yep. So even then, I was like, okay, we can still get a decent time but the wall hit me so hard at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I cramped up so bad. Oh, and it, and it and it got warm too. That race, even that race, it, it hit the seventies, the seventies uh, for that race. So I, I ended up running a five oh one at Disney. So I'm part of the five hour marathon club. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and then so, I, Disney races are totally different beasts. Like it's they they really are. It's different. <laughs> It's really different. I don't even know if it's a race that you can put a time goal on because of so many like outstanding variables that you can't control, like crowds, <laughs> people, like so many it. people. Yeah. So many yes. people. I was, like the number I, I was of amazed people. at the number of people running and they were all running the they, full marathon. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause I think you get to like, you see all the parks, right? Like if you do the full, you get to run through like everything, but the Sean, the Disney races usually start like, like five 30 in the morning, like really early. Yeah. Because you have to clear a lot of humans out before like park hours start. So yeah. I was up. I had my run set for that race at three in the morning. Uh huh. And I I live like, 45, 50 minutes away. So I set it for 2.30. I think I ended up leaving before 3.30, 3 mm-hmm. 3.30. Yep. Got there. Yeah. And you still have to walk yes. all the way to the starting line. So <laughs> yes. I didn't even it's get like a, a proper warm-up. Walk. <laughs> the walk there is the warm-up. Absolutely. Yes. I was just yeah. like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that your last Disney race? First and last. I haven't done another <laughs> Yeah, see, that's usually what... <laughs> <laughs> same way it's like i think i've ever done too and i was like no more after this like the experience is really fun but, but yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> but i do want to go back and do dopey challenge oh, so yeah. the next time i go back i want to do you know get it all done i want to do all the races we'll have yeah. a blast doing that and yeah. i can say okay i did all the disney races mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. call it call it a disney career yeah yeah they do have some really like fun medals and experiences though so like as long as there's not like a time goal involved like it's it's very fun (laughs) throwing that out the window Mm -hmm. yeah just a fun time (laughs) that's been the deterrent for so many of my friends they sometimes message me and be like so there's this you know uh princess half and it looks so cool and do you want to do it and at for for about 10 minutes we get real pumped and then everyone gets to the details page and they're like so we'd have to get up at 3 a.m yep and (laughs) this is less fun now this is a lot less fun than it was 10 minutes ago yeah it's um but i mean the dressing up part is fun i mean if you ran like (laughs) you could be one of a handful of princes (laughs) 
running. I, I mean, if you're going to run the princess half, you got to go full princess. So that's where I'd be. I'd I'd be dedicated. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go on the, gotta throw on the tutu. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if they it's have gonna, like little headbands with crowns on them. <laughs> it's going to be a long tutu, but I'll, I'll be in there. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a bad look for a lot of people, Blair. No, I think the, they'd enjoy it. It'd be quite listen, another form of entertainment on the course. <laughs> these ah. these legs are blindingly not tan right now. So that that's a bad look. It's a bad look for everybody. Maybe it's well, we, we, the race starts in the dark, so you're back. It starts right. in the Nobody will see you. Nobody will see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I gotta um I got so I, I'm gonna hit you with a couple of fun ones. Autumn I said, Autumn, you have any questions for Corey? Because, you know, she wasn't envious or anything at all that I was about to talk to you. Um, <laughs> she could have so, been the, I don't know, <laughs> She could have been her guest. I mean, first off, I will say that she is fully dedicated to once there's like a, um, and I think at this point, every time we say it now, we're like, this seems less and less likely. But <laughs> once there's a post-COVID freedom traveling world, um, you and Jordan keep posting food and Autumn is not good at restraining herself from amazing looking food. Mostly, I think Jordan more than anything. Um, she definitely does post. Oh man, <laughs> she, she, had, she had a serious post this weekend, snacks. dude. It was not fair. <laughs> um, so I got I got to ask you. So you name your shoes. So I do. Favorite name? What do you got? The or is there favorite, is is the favorite name based on favorite pair, or is there just a favorite name? You know, I don't think I have an exact favorite pair that I've named because yeah. I named them based on pretty much how they look. So how the yeah. shoe look, I try to get a theme around based on how the shoe looks, or even sometimes how the shoe will perform. Uh, so the recent shoe, I got the Endorphin Pros Two. And that blue colorway with the white, it reminded me of the A-Train character from The Boys. It was the superhero <laughs> raunchy show that was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's a hilarious show take on superheroes, how they would actually be and not all happy and joyous and like Marvel characters. They're actually right, like right. acting out. <laughs> so, yeah. I so I kind of loved that show. <laughs> it was so good. So good. So I, so I try to name it. I, I do Marvel characters, um, superhero characters, or just a, a TV show or something that yeah. uh, will remind me of, of the shoe. I got you. Um, and then your Strava, and you actually, you did talk about this in one of your YouTube videos too. Your Strava is on a different level than other people's Stravas in the sense <laughs> that, to your point, and if anyone out there, it's CJ the Runner on YouTube, correct, my man? Yes, yeah, okay. CJ the Runner on YouTube. Okay, it's it's good stuff. You were like, listen, everyone else out there has just got their like little geographical map, and it's not fun. And you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. So you go meme heavy, and is that is that post run? You think of that stuff? Is that? During, during run is it <laughs> where's, all, where's all this stuff coming i'd be from? like this just happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a combination of something it depends on what happens during the run like you know sometimes 
you know, your stomach acts up on the run. And so the meme, I'm going to pull a meme that's going to reflect what happened <laughs> on that run. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of, so it's a, it's a couple of different runners that does, um, they'll post memes as well. And I believe it's here at the motto. She'll post jokes on hers. Yeah. Or, or on hers. So she won't post a meme, but she'll post a joke. And I think it's like unique and, and cool to, to, you know, to make Scrabble interesting because we just post, yeah, six mile run. It was all good. And then it's just a map. It's just like, right. Okay. Uh, maybe I give you some kudos for that. Maybe I won't. <laughs> but, I like your map. <laughs> yo, that, that's a great map. Oh, look, it's that an was, outback. Look at, that, look at that circle you did. <laughs> great job there with your circle. <laughs> look at that zigzag at the end. What the hell? Wait, did you really run across the lake? So you know some yes, kind of map of yes, that is. impressive. I recently saw someone Strava, um, and I was like, their watch totally crapped the bed. They were like started in a city, and then it's like it was like an airplane route. It like crosses through highways, and it was a straight line out to a trail. I wish that had happened. To me. And I was like, did they, I, I like part of me was tempted to go back to their Instagram and be like, so did you run through buildings or did your watch totally crap itself? Um, watch there, yeah. totally acted up. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm I guess they need to. I see, I see one that went through, through, went through states. I see one that went through states. It went from Florida to, I think, <laughs> uh, North Carolina or something like that. I was like, what? That's funny. I like it when people somehow map out it to make an image or spell something yeah, or like, yeah. I'm not creative enough to, first of all, map out how that would happen. <laughs> that's, then, that's a lot of playing. Yes. And yeah. I, I'm not, I'm fairly directionally challenged. So I feel like I'd go down one and be like, well, now what? <laughs> was I supposed to go back to make an E? <laughs> Somebody I saw uh, someone might have been Runner's World posted. Someone did a 27 mile something to make someone's face in San Francisco. There's someone that does this in San Francisco all the time. And I'm just like, next level. You you ran 27 miles for a picture on Strava. I really like that person. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, that's why I'd like you to dedicate your time to my birthday. Could you? The bar is high. The bar is set high. Just really high. (laughs) No? uh, Okay. (laughs) Corey, I can't do that. That's, that's, I can't. That's a lot. I don't, I don't know the foods in where I live. I don't even know, like, even know where I'd start. I'd have to go to a different city. (laughs) Go to a nose. (laughs) You might have to go through the building sometimes. You go make sure you get Like Captain America with his shield. Exactly. (laughs) You could do it. The thing though, the thing though, Corey, is if I do that for Blair, I would want someone, you know how people get, um, after they run a marathon, they get like the thing framed that someone like drew a cool, uh, line representation of the course that they ran, like yeah, stuff like, like time and stuff on it. But yeah. I would, I would send that to one of those people and be like, Hey, can you recreate this? <laughs> you know, that would be a bestseller. It's a lot of work. Everyone Everyone buy this 22 mile version of Blair's face. Mm-mm. No, I don't, I don't want it. No? You're not interested anymore. Okay. No, okay. I, I don't know what feature it'd be like a caricature at that point. <laughs> like which features would be enlarged and which ones would be small. Like just 
It will be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. You could spell something instead. Maybe you could spell happy birthday. <laughs> That's achievable. I feel you like can even shorten to... just happy B day. B day. Happy day. <laughs> have a happy day any day. <laughs> I was gonna say at this point, I would have to I feel like I don't know why, but this made me think of whenever we talked to Todd, like I'd have to get Todd back in here to do like we were talking about his uh, 50 miles for his 50th birthday. Like mm-hmm. that's the right time to do something stupid, like spell happy birthday. That is <laughs> oh, true. That's, that's true. when you have to. That's when you have to attempt that stuff. I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, now I have to message Todd with a whole new series of problems. No. Todd, we also <laughs> have to spell happy birthday for Blair Sorry, on Todd. your birthday. <laughs> We're sorry, everyone. We've gotten completely <laughs> off topic. <laughs> I know. I know. We're just going down the rabbit hole. That's what yeah, happens. Yeah, that happens really easily here. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to try to pick it back up. So, right. okay. I, I know. You left off on shoots. Right? Yeah. Know, did Autumn have another question? Uh, she was mostly on the shoes and she was mostly on the Strava. Yeah, and food. Oh, and the food. Okay. And right. food. Okay. And Strava. Yeah. So now. I, I, Jordan was all in on pastries that made us incredibly envious, but what, so what is your, what's your go-to? So we were just talking to Emily hungry for brunch too. And she's obviously got some Ohio cheeseburger delicacies that she is her go-to and and chicken nuggets. (laughs) But what's your, what's your go-to? What are you doing after for a fool? So Jordan is the the expert when it comes to the the (laughs) post run. Um, pastries and, and coffee spots. I leave that actually to her. <laughs> She'll find we, wherever we go. She knows the spot. Like That's the trip just got really planned two minutes ago, man. and she knows the coffee spot already that we're going to go to mm-hmm. and the donut location. So, yeah, that makes life easy. I just look at the menu. I'm like, oh, that looks That's bad. fantastic. And I'll uh, be good to go. But for me, um, yeah, I'll just pick something off the menu. I do like this is a race. I do like a beer after the race. Oh, like yeah. it could be seven thirty in the morning. Like after a hard race, get that beer. We get that beer in my system. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I'm not necessarily a big beer drinker, but I finished Chicago, and they were like, "We have this can of beer," and I thought, if there's ever a moment in my life that this would taste good, it should be right now. Mm-hmm. And I got about four sips in and my body was like, no, we've learned that there's nothing in life that can happen. that's going to make this better. And I was standing there holding it and I was talking to somebody. And they're like, you're going to finish that, man. Like you earned that. And I was like, I, no, I might have earned it, but my no, no. body still doesn't. It's still not good. No, it's still not good. Wow. Is there a donut anywhere? Is there a donut? That's what I really need. Was a, yeah, a Chicago yeah, yeah. donut or apple fritter or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My body craves pastry. My body, it's a body built on pastry, not necessarily the uh, best advice for a runner who wants to, you know, achieve time goals or anything like that. Oh, man. Most run is good to go. Yeah. 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 So you've got a 12, 12 week plan here for Indy. And I know that a lot of marathon plans kind of come with the first four to six weeks are usually easy load schedule. So is that kind of how you're going into this? Like you were kind of doing work anyway. So now you're just stepping into a little bit more of the fire at this point. So 
the computer totally cut you off when you were saying that oh, for the no. 12 weeks. So we're going to have to rewind really quick <laughs> to the question. Everyone, we're going to rewind. We're going to rewind, rewind the tape. <laughs> and we're back. So 12 week plan. I'm going to, I'm going to break this up into Slow digestible points slower. here yeah. too. The computer couldn't handle what was going mm-hmm. on. Too much. So I know that many plans, the first five to six weeks are your three to four mile block, six mile long run stuff. So you're probably not feeling too bad about stepping into a 12 week plan since the first three or four weeks of your training block for a lot of people wouldn't have been heavy load miles. So how, how are you feeling coming in to 12 weeks? And I hope all of this made it through the audio, through my telephone poles, down the Atlantic coast to your ears. There's my question. Crystal clear that time. Second <laughs> <Take your> time. <laughs> yeah. So for this buildup, um, I mean the the twelve the fourteen weeks from the summer that pretty much solidified where my aerobic fitness and yeah. just trying to uh, just increase my my speed and my turnover. I'm um, doing all the five Ks and the mile time trail, and so going into uh, the twelve week block actually is like. The sweet spot, my coach likes to plan out a marathon cycle. So he likes to do it at the 12 week, uh, block, especially when you're trying to go for time specific. So this first week actually will be pretty light. Uh, I got a couple, actually more days off. I got like three days off just to recover from the 14 weeks. And then after that, so we're, 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 Turning it up. Oh, go. <laughs> so, uh, so this would be the first time I'll hit. Well, if everything, if I do all the workouts, uh, this would be the first time I hit over 60 miles. Uh, we should peak at mid sixties. I typically, the most I think I've done is like 50, 55, 58 ish, um, in a, in a workout plan, but it'll be averaging about 50 miles for the weeks. Uh, so it, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting um, because <laughs> because to, uh, to build my leg strength uh, for going for the sub three in the time goal, uh, a lot of my runs got to be a little bit more faster uh, yeah. than I would typically run them. So it's going to be a lot of work. What else is this block bringing? So I, now I got a bunch of questions because hit me with it. Hit me with it. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, I'm off that one. bus. I'm off. The, I'm off the never ending question bus. Love I got to be better about that. Um, so my first one is going to be, so outside of just leg turnover and speed, what else is coming with that in terms of whether it's, cause I'm, I'm getting a lot better. I'm getting to know my body a lot better. So what are you doing as far as prehab post stuff, rehab strength work? What, what, what else is coming with just logging miles or are you just the kind of guy that needs to log miles? Uh, one of the biggest things, uh, just talking about building up the plan for me was to actually log more miles because <laughs> I, uh, just compared to, um, just other runners at where looking at where I want my fitness level to be, like I'm not logging as many miles as, as they are. Sure. Um, so adding in more miles for sure. We added the last four weeks, we've added in six days of running instead of five because I typically doing five days of running and then like the last four weeks of 
on the summer block. We added in the sixth day. So for the full plan after this week, every week for pretty much be six days a week running. The workouts um, will probably be gym once a week and then yoga or just some bodyweight core stuff uh, just to, you know, just to keep other aspects uh, of the body in, in shape as well. And definitely I'm going to try to focus a little bit on just the fundamentals of, of running, just making sure uh, doing running drills, trying to stay on top of that. Because once you get tired, the form definitely starts to break down. Uh-huh. And it's going to be one of those things I feel in the race, making sure I have proper form and aware and relying back on the drills and all the, the practice runs help me get through the race and the time that I want to get through it. Absolutely. What, how many trainers, how many shoes are you putting in this block? Are you, are you three shoes, four shoes? And if so, I, I heard you say that you've got, um, some pros, some Saucony pros in the, in the, the twos. Did you have the ones? What do you, what do you like? If you didn't have the ones, I'm curious. Cause I, I have had speeds, but I haven't had speed twos. And I'm the like, speeds are great. I love the speeds, but I'm like, I know that they changed the upper just a little bit and tweaked a couple things, but how are you liking those? And then what other shoes are you going to keep your, uh, I know that Puma sent you some shoes and stuff like that. What shoes are you going to have in the rotation for this? Oh, the Pumas. I, I, just I put know. A, Puma, I know. I just, Puma, Puma. They're in the right direction. But that, the, the heel cup, it just cuts the Achilles. Yeah. And I can't do it. Like, it's a, it's a nice ride on the shoe. I but cringed. I just can't do it. I cringed when you brought that up in your review of that shoe because I... If, if something's bugging my Achilles as far as a shoe rub goes, it's, I it's over. I can't do anything else. Do All it. I can focus on is that. It's the nightmare. Yeah. And yeah, so that shoe would not be a part of the rotation <laughs> uh, for, for this block. Uh, so it makes it mainly the, the speed workout. So the plan is broken down two quality sessions um, during the week. So it'll be the tempo runs and then the long run workout. Yeah. So those I, there's only certain shoes I'm doing those <laughs> uh, say, yeah. so that that would be like the endorphin pros the um I'm getting up there in miles on the original endorphin pros so those probably will get retired within a couple of weeks of this cycle but I know you're talking about the differences between the pros one and the pros two yeah on the pros one felt a little bit more stiffer than the pro two okay um the upper far as on the pro two feels just a slightly more breathable i did go up half a size in the two compared to the one so it, it feels a little bit more comfortable in okay. the pro suit compared to the pro one yeah so if you haven't ran in the pro one um i don't know if you would it would make that big of a difference just between the two shoes because they're very similar like it's small yeah differences between the two um but i do give an edge to the pro two on comfort. It feels a little bit more comfortable and not as stiff in that shoe. Well, that was, I mean, that was kind of my hold up on the one was I had uh, read a couple things, watched a couple of videos where people were just like, the shoe feels a little blocky. Like it, they didn't feel like they were getting much out of the plate because the shoe was just stiff. So 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's refreshing to hear that the two's a little bit better in that regard. Um, what other- But the speeds, the speeds yeah. are all around too. The speeds yeah. are where it's at. Like, Dude, the, the speeds like I wouldn't take the pro on an easy run at all. Like yeah. you're not taking the pro on an easy run, but the speeds, you can take that at all the paces, easy yeah. up to threshold yeah. track day. So the speed you get way more bang for your buck. Yeah, the speed was the first shoe in my second version of my running life. I ran cross country in high school, but I came back to it. But that's the first shoe I ever put on my foot and instantly was like, oh, this is what a shoe is supposed to feel like. Like it just felt right from the second that I put a mile or two on that shoe. I just was like, oh, this is what running shoes are supposed to be. It, It was it was magic. Yeah. Do you find um, that you have to change your fueling at all? Like, yeah, I know about the change your fueling, your fueling. Yeah. Like fueling and hydration, like <laughs> given all ah. of the stuff that we face in Florida here, <laughs> have you figured yeah. out the right formula for survival? <laughs> so that, that was one of the biggest things that helped me at space coast too. Um, mm-hmm. just fueling for that race. Um, it, it's, it's, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm having a brain fart. Um, it's trial and error. Trial and error. It is. It's yeah. such a process. So, it really is. Like trying to figure it out. You can spend so much time like on what works and what doesn't. Every day is so different. And our conditions are so variable too. You know, Even so too, it's like, just like setting up where... I can't do this. I can't process this for the life of me. But setting up where to hide fuel like on the run. Like... It's it's like um, geocaching. You know how people used to geocache. Like it's uh-huh. like you're going out to hide your own stuff to find it yourself. Yes. Like hide yeah. and go seek by yourself, and then hoping um, it's still there. Like, I've had I've had all these people that are like, "Well, I had to take 45 minutes to go hide all my crap," and I'm like, "This why I that was I half the run." <laughs> yes, right? right, yeah, right. So uh, for me, what I what I would do. Um, so building up for, for Space Coast, I would do an out and back or have to run back to the car and I would have extra fluids in there and I would pick that up and I would do the rest of the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, uh, we do have a three mile lake. Um, it gets it gets boring um, yes. to just run around, you know, the same block four, five times for your long run. But um, the fueling is important. Um, the feeling will yeah. be very important. So I have multiple water bottles, cold water bottles in there, uh, just in the truck of my car. So as soon as I do a lap, pick up a new one, pick up a gel, do another lap. So that's how I'll probably do it for, um, for this cycling. And it's important because I believe coach was telling me I needed to get like, I did the 14 mile run a couple weeks ago and I drunk a bottle plus my Glass bottle, uh, my Nathan's, and then that was a little under thirty ounces. He was like, "Yeah, you need to get almost forty. Not enough, yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "I, I can't." Forty, <laughs> need forty. Yeah, I'm gonna sip every mile, man. Yeah. <laughs> but true. you need it. Yeah, you have to do true. it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. kind of like the last two, uh, the last two weeks of my marathon, like the last two substantive weeks of my marathon training block when I did it, I was like double fisting. Like you were like semi Edward 40 hands at one point, right? Cause you've got like an 18 ounce Nathan and a 16 ounce Nathan. Cause they're just telling you just, you need more, 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 right. more, more. Yeah. yeah. And 
I, I didn't I didn't have uh, the layout in terms of my like planned uh, course running blocks to like have my car be my stop and go or be able to like the city's too public to like go out and hide a bottle behind like a stop sign or something. Yeah, you don't trust that like, bottle. Oh, man. Once you come back, you don't know no. what you're showing up to. So no. I, would, I would just be double fisting. And yeah, do you. Is, do you have any expectation? So you're going to be heading to a place that's going to be optimistically cooler, uh, a lot more helpful to your fueling, to your overall how you're feeling. Obviously, in my mind, Florida marathon training to go to a cooler climate is nothing but like bonus points for you. But is it's like our, it's our secret weapon. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, our, it's our secret weapon as as Floridian runners because we're we're training through the heat ninety percent, ninety five percent of the year. Uh, we do get a couple of days where it's cool. Uh, and to that point, actually, so the half marathon I ran in the spring, we got really lucky. That was probably the best weather day um, for a half or full marathon. The weather was. Um, it was like upper 40s to start the race. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was upper 40. The humidity wasn't that high. And yeah, like the pace I was able to hit, like I had the game plan. So I was like, okay, after the first 5, 10K, if I'm able to hold the pace, we'll keep going. And I actually hadn't held that pace as far as the distance um, at in training for no longer than like four miles. Like I yep. ran faster and shorter distance racing, but not like a tempo run to where like I'm confident, like, okay, this pace is something I'll be able to, to do for the half. Right. But it just, it didn't feel as hard uh, running that pace in that weather. And, and it, it didn't help out a lot. So definitely going into Indy, um, the weather should be cooler. You yeah. never know, but yeah. it, it should definitely be cooler and that will, if the effort feels the same, the pace will increase. So yeah, yeah. I, I ran the Indianapolis half a couple of years ago, and how was that? Freezing. <laughs> she hated it. She hated everything about it. But I also don't do well with cold, so there's a reason I live in Florida. Like I, I don't mind the heat and the humidity. And so we, um, a friend of mine, Melissa, and I went was like our. We used to before COVID do like a a vacation run vacation like once a year, and that was she did the full and I did the half, and it we showed up for a shakeout and we had like seven layers on. <laughs> I had like long pants, and I've only owned like two pairs of those anyway. <laughs> so long pants, like two shirts, like gloves, headband. It was only three miles, but we were like, <laughs> can't function. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then race day, it was, I think I had a tank on because it was like, everyone's like, you're going to get hot. And I just was numb. So I did fine because everything was numb. I couldn't feel anything. <laughs> you probably didn't even sweat that race, right? Yes, I did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll still sweat. You'll still sweat. Yeah, no, I still sweat. But then as soon as you stop, it was like, yeah. like everything was just like frozen. That hot got you. I meant to like stay, but I was like, I have to go get warm clothes on. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm, cold, I'm, hoping, so. I'm hoping it's like low 40s. 
Mm-hmm. Upper thirties, the coldest. I think it was upper thirties. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like thirties, but I could be wrong because it just. Felt if funny. I could get mid forties, I'll, I'll be like, thank you for this good weather. Yeah. But I'll be prepared for it to be freezing cold. Um, it was beautiful. I heard the thing to do is to get um, thrift store and just get like some throwaway stuff, like a yeah, throwaway. So. <laughs> yeah, Lisa wore a robe. <laughs> Was she Ric Flair out there? <laughs> yes. Can you get a robe? Can you please like just she got a robe. Oh. You just <laughs> come up to the start line. Woo! That's right. That's it. It'll be That's really great. I mean, it's from it's memory, like you'll cherish forever. I mean, Corey, oh my God. there you go. You get no, I, I might have to do the robe. Now. Find the sweetest. Well, thrift store it's, robe you can find it's really been the i don't think it was i think it was like her old robe that she wasn't using like but it was still a robe like versus like still a, a sweatshirt or something you have to customize it you have to you know put, you have to do something de- yeah like a, a dazzle i was gonna say the dazzle the dazzle <laughs> flames on the back maybe <laughs> but um she said that was the best thing that she's learned like for like throwaway stuff is like a robe that you just don't because you know you got sleeves and length <laughs> This All is true. One, you know, I feel like it would just bother my my form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first four or five miles of Chicago, I was like, I knew that a lot of people were shedding clothing, but you would just like obviously right at the start, corral. Um, there were tons of sweatpants and sweatshirts and stuff like that. But then like at mile five or six, I would just see spontaneous sweatpants in the middle of the street. And I'd be like, someone How? was like, this How is stupid and just ripped sweatpants <laughs> off in the middle of the street. Do you remember yeah. those pants though that had like snaps down the side? Those are the pants you need to find at the thrift store. That's what you need. <laughs> the, the basketball warmer joints. Yeah, right. see, they were a thing. And that, that Corey was one of the best things. They played the um, old Chicago Bulls intro music to start Chicago. Oh, that nice. old That's Jordan. Fun. So right, it threw me right back to my childhood. I was like, oh yeah, it's go time. And I was a popsicle because I did not wear sweatpants or anything like that. I think it was like thirty four degrees, and uh, yeah, it wasn't great. But <laughs> I really, I'm all in on this robe concept with some. I think. The robe was just like right until it started. And then the robe came off and there was like a sweatshirt that came like a hoodie. It was a zip up hoodie that came later. But like because we were so cold, (laughs) we needed multiple throwaway layers. (laughs) This is going to have to be a thing now. This is definitely going to have to be a thing. So I mean, got to get this robe ready. (laughs) We love get this robe ready. (laughs) I'm going to look forward to that. I really hope this happens. See, this is what we do, Corey. We get people to come on and we give them arguably bad ideas, but possibly great ideas. It's a great idea. It's functional. <laughs> this is actually a really good idea. And you can have a really awesome, like, before shot. <laughs> it's all for the photo. No. <laughs> you got to do it for the grant. Can you happen. imagine? You That's the cover photo for the carousel of images. Like, come on, robe, Ric Flair style. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally winning. If nothing else, people around you are going to be like, "Yes, this dude. He's was. He is. He, <laughs> he is. is. He's not here to play no game. Yeah. No, they're yeah. going to take you serious. <laughs> be like, watch out. <laughs> 
watch out. <laughs> Amazing things are about to happen. Yeah. And this that, that that race will actually be the first race ever outside of Florida. So Oh. So yeah. That's what one. I was thinking. I was choice. I wasn't sure if this was like your first uh like up, you know, in the north kind of race, <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, we I think it'll be good. Outside. No, I mean I think it'll I think it'll really be good because we certainly don't have Floridian climate up here, but I, those last couple weeks of like mid-September training where I my, my 20 and my 22 mile runs were like, I mean, they weren't 90 degree days, but they were 78, 80 degree days with 80% humidity. And then you show up someplace two and a half weeks later and it's like 34. That's, that's a big just, difference. That's just magic for your body just to be like, oh, everything's better and it's cold and I'm not going to melt as much. Yeah. Hopefully that'll work out for you with the robe and all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really like a robe. <laughs> as long as I'm warm, as long as I get warmed up before the race, I, I'm totally down for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the is the pro two going to be your your race day shoe or what, what's going to be your race day shoe? Do you think the race day shoe would be the Nikes? I was going to say, so, um, we're not, we're not taking no chances. We're going with the Nikes. <laughs> we're, going, we're going with the old reliable. Superstitious. <laughs> it's okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't, because my coach wanted me to wear the next percents uh, for this last 5k. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to wear nope. the pros. They're like, see, you should have, they're like, see, you should have wore the Nikes. See one second off your PR. See you wore- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, coach. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to wear the Nikes. So I got actually a half, um, a half uh, tune-up race three weeks from Indy. So that'll be the race where, you know, you run and you test out how you're going to yeah. fuel for the race and your whole kid. So I'm going to, so how I'm gonna look for that race is how I'm gonna look for Indianapolis. Probably not the robe because minus it's gonna the be robe. too high. Right. Minus, minus the robe. robe. <laughs> Everything else, I'll have it <laughs> ready to go um, for the for that race. So it'll definitely be the the next percent or next percent too if um, I end up purchasing those. Uh huh. I I did the very ill conceived thing. I got on an airplane and said I'm not gonna buy next percent when I get to Chicago and running them. And then I did that and thankfully it worked out, but I did that cardinal thing of like, you're not supposed to put seven miles. That's a new race day. Yeah, that's, it worked out. Nah, they're, 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 they're actually really good shoes. Like I, I, I borrowed my coach's shoes for the 5K in the beginning of the year. And I was like, yeah, I need these shoes. These shoes are magical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they're fantastic. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I've only really worn those for race day. I think I have a grand total of like eight other miles on those shoes outside of like some marathons and some half or well, one marathon and some half marathons. But yeah, I that's all you need them for. That's right. That's us. I mean, the, the cost of the shoes are just, I know, but, um, yeah, you just do a quick test run, make that's sure right. nothing defected and then go racing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Is this all Blair? Do you agree with all this? I know. I'm not, a, I'm not a shoe person, clearly. Like I, <laughs> I had a really bad like bout of plantar fasciitis. And so like, I'm scared. 
to try new shoes. So I have like two or three trusty pairs and I just wear those. <laughs> I'm afraid to branch out. What shoes, what shoes cost the planters? That's the question. Was it Nike? No, not the ones I run in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not those. Gosh, it was so long ago. I think I was running in Adidas and Mizuno at the time. And now I stick with um, Brooks a lot of the time. And then there's this brand that Fleet Feet like kind of came up with. It's called like Carhu. It's a really odd name, but like, it's like a, no, I know. So um, that's the, those are the ones I run in and I'm scared. <laughs> Everyone else talks about magical shoes, but I'm like, I'm so scared of my poor feet. It was such a bad flare, like months and months and months. I had like the, the sock you sleep in at night and oh, the sock of the slant. With oh, the, the man. tape up to my knee. Like, and so you're not sleeping because you're like, well, I want to roll over, but <laughs> Can't roll over. Yeah, I'm now stuck in like a boot sock. Yeah. So it was, it was just bad. Planners is a terrible injury though. Oh, it is. And it, it, it just lingered. Take, yes. Yeah. And it doesn't take much for it to like flare again. So I think that mm -hmm. it's just, I have post-traumatic stress disorder. From it. <laughs> I get it. That was, so that like, was me. Like the last eight months, Blair, like every time I'd go for know, a run, I'd be I like, know. my path is going to yeah. melt yeah. down again. It's hard not to, I think, because like, You've worked so hard to get it to calm down. And then yeah. you're like, it just takes like one, one mm -hmm. minute thing. And it's like, one thing. yeah, hello again. I, yeah, I just think, I think it's important too, because I'm trying to still incorporate some of the same exercises that yes. help get over the planter. Yes. So I try to throw those in into maybe the, the cool down or um, a mobility session. And so that's helped keep it, um, have it not flare up. Uh, I definitely kind of felt it uh, last month. I was like, oh, no, we're not doing yeah. it. <laughs> so doing <laughs> some of those exercises and it didn't flare up to the point where it was like, oh, we're back to square one with planners. But it's so many small things to running that you just have to. Yeah. You can't forget about because nope. it's going to come back. If you're not working on your hips, it's going to come back to get you. Or your yeah. butt, you're not your working butt. on your glutes. <laughs> Dude, you know, butt stuff, yeah. butt stuff with Kaylee. I joke. I know I joke about it all the time, but you have to. And, and have if to. you don't know how to do butt stuff, you go to Kaylee's page and boom, you got all the answers right there. That's right. She she will show you the way. Yeah. yeah. She's the northern <laughs> light for all things. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. 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 And then time. I just am short on time. So and that, that too. Mm -hmm. How do you prioritize what over what, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, yep. it's, it's a, it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's a process for sure. Well, I will say it seems like you have found whatever it is process wise that keeps you on an upward track, my friend. So I will hope that it carries you well through fall marathon training season and uh, I will hope for wonderful weather for you come indie time. And uh, hey, man, no pressure, but I'm expecting a rope. quite the epic robe. <laughs> expecting the robe. <laughs> Even if you don't wear it, like maybe it can be just like part of the expo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Worst, worst case, don't create a custom robe. I do have my Buccaneers robe. 
Because, you know, we're, we're yes. you know, I do have my yeah, book. So that's a, you know, that's a champion's role. It is. It's a true. champion's it role. It is. You're right. So I'll I'm probably take that robe up there with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. See, but uh, <laughs> there it is. You know where the bucks were. Perfect. Yeah. It doesn't Perfect. have to be your like morning race day robe, but it, it could make an appearance while you're there. <laughs> mm-hmm. A victory robe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yep. There I like all of these things. Vic- I like I'm all of them. Yeah. Oh, well, is there anything else outside of indie? So you've, you've kind of done this summer of five K's you've done this awesome mile series here that you uh, i listen i know your coach kind of said it was a 501 but i don't know i i felt like it was 458 that's where i'm (laughs) that's my camp even though i'm yeah so yeah so coach said if it wasn't his official because he hasn't mapped out so yeah and he has the strava uh what is it called the the segment for his smile loop so we're gonna eventually we're gonna redo it uh, we're gonna <laughs> definitely gonna redo it. I want to do it on a track, though. I, yeah. I would really like to do it on a track um, or an actual mile race. Mm-hmm. I feel like that will really bring the best out. Uh, if you can ride with others to you know try to get to that time, so uh, that'll be that'll happen for for sure by the end of the year. Because I definitely want to redo another five k. Yeah, with cooler weather. Wow, <laughs> you never know. It might be 90 degrees in December for the back. I don't know. Well, it's still cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it's still slightly cooler, everyone. It wasn't 105. <laughs> exactly. But, but overall, for um, the the summer block, each 5K, I did reduce the time. Um, and I feel like from the first one to this one, I paced them so much better. Yeah. Um, just with um doing the three races and then even with the mile uh you still learn a little bit about pacing because still starting out too high in that mm-hmm. but it's about controlling the speed um and just keeping your form good and just being in the moment for it. so uh just channeling that into this block i wish the last i did stop my last 400s but I'm not going to have 400s at all training for Indianapolis. <laughs> all my runs are <laughs> mile repeats. I think I have kilometer repeats in a workout, but it's working on race pace. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, there's no more 200s. There's no nope. more 400s. No, it's a longer distance. It's not even 800s all <laughs> no, over this yeah. work. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it will be. Yeah, I think I think uh, miles on miles and miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that I mean, but you're ready for it, man. I mean, 60 week blocks and all that stuff. I mean, I know <laughs> that your 5K might have been, you know, not totally PR or anything, but to, to everything you just said, you got so much better at understanding pace and, and building on those things that, um, yeah, I think it's going to set you up nicely for marathon training just to you know control things a little bit better and yeah it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be a really good block for you i'm excited for you to head up to indy and robe and all and go crush some stuff man. appreciate it Zach. yeah buddy well i think that's all we got for you man i uh like i said blair I think Blair told me before we even had Kaylee on, you you were on our on our list of people to try and <laughs> try and get on. So 
I appreciate that we finally got got around to it. Blair and I are like um, schedule bingo anymore. So, uh, well, it's my fault. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's my fault. (laughs) We got Yahtzee today, though. So (laughs) we did. We did. Yahtzee. You're welcome, everyone. (laughs) Ta da. Everything's coming up, Corey. That's what we're going to go with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, but it, it it worked out. I'm happy to be on the show. So many of the runners that I follow that you guys have spoke with and interviewed and had a blast talking to them. I'm happy to be a part of uh, that list now. And yes, absolutely. Yeah, really excited. Listen back to this uh, once you guys get this put out and everything, and a lot more runners for you guys to interview. A lot more runners. Every time we get to like the end of a show or after a show, Blair and I laugh that, you know, we, we, we probably can find at least five more and uh, it's just a running block. If we can find five more, we can yes. find five yeah. more. <laughs> That's how we use that five at yeah. a time. <laughs> yeah. We're aiming, we're aiming real, real high, Corey. We get, we get what we're, I think we can find five more. Yeah. So. Well, you know, we can achieve it. It's an achievable, you know, like how you make those goals. They're supposed to be measurable, achievable, realistic. (laughs) That's that's, that's how you got to start. We're just using what we've learned in running for this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the same principles. Mm -hmm. It's the same principle. Mm -hmm. To Corey's uh, 5K summer, it's Blair and I's five guest summer. We just that in the road. See, it all relates. It's all intertwined. Full circle. (laughs) All together. This is a beautiful Strava map. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been a lot. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I'm, uh, I'm pumped for your fall race season. I, uh, I'm excited to see what you come up with for your next mile challenge and, uh, all the best moving forward on everything you've got, uh, in running and out of running. Looking forward to following along, man. Hey, appreciate it. I'll make sure I get those posts put up. Give you guys the inside on on the journey and everything. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Be Absolutely, yes, looking forward to it, man. All right, we will talk to you soon. All the best. Take care, buddy. All right, thanks for having me, Matt.